Welcome to Sports Trebuchet, issue 24. I'm Marty. I'm Kyle. I'm Josh. Follow us on social media at Sports Trebuchet on Twitter and Instagram, or email us at sportstrebuchetpod at gmail.com. Also, check out our podcast buddies over at Juicing the Numbers podcast. You'll hear more from them later, although they're probably worried about when they're going to get put into this show, because we actually have uh, Bobby back into the studio. Bobby, welcome. Thank you very much. Glad to be back. Hello, Uh, everybody. For those who don't know who Bobby is, uh, you can go back to issue number 20. It's called Breaking the Fourth Dimension, and I highly suggest listening to that. This is going to be a follow-up to that. Um, So, where we left off last time, uh, I believe Josh gave you some homework to go and uh, do some of the research for 5G, was it? Right? It was 5G, yes. Okay, all right, let's, let's get this started off hot. The purpose of this podcast, we're actually going to be bringing stuff to Bobby, too. We got questions from Twitter. I'm excited about it. It's going to be a really good show. No, all right, Bobby, get started. So 5G is a new technology that is being introduced and right now is running primarily in China. Huawei is the company that is actually in the forefront of creating these devices. Now, what is 5G? We're familiar with 3G, 4G. We know these from the generations of the phone, third generation, fourth generation. We started off with two. 3G came in, allowed us to do text, voice. I believe it introduced a little bit of internet, but it was a slow speed before 4G brought all of that around for us. With that being said, with 4G, you can download a HD movie that's, uh, let's just say, 720 megabyte so let's just say one gigabyte you could download that movie on 4g right now at probably about somewhere between number 30 minutes or less with 5g that same movie you'll be able to download in about 15 10 seconds because with 5g it opens up a tremendous bandwidth so whereas 4g is like a 10 lane highway you really don't need no more than that you can literally download and do everything you want to but the latency time of 4g is like 0.45 0.45 seconds, right. you know, so you got a small delay. I could use a 10, 10 lane highway this morning. Yeah, yeah right. I, well, and, and so I, so I have, I have 300 megabytes up and down at home and that's about how long it takes for me to download is for a gigabyte, probably a minute. Right. Right So now, 5G would be screaming. It's screaming. You're talking about the same thing, 3.6 seconds, four seconds, five seconds. Well, Bobby, that should be a good thing for everybody. That means we get more. You're very correct. Uh, with most technologies, a good side and a bad side. So there's a couple of things I want to go over because with 5G, you're talking about, again, a delay, a latency time that is quicker than you could blink your eye. That means quicker reaction times for gaming, for hospitals, for all kinds of things internationally. You can have a doctor in Canada who's uh, the master of surgery when it comes to a specific style or whatever the case may be, organ or whatever. He can literally do that operation from Canada with a machinery connected to the internet 5G without any slowness, buffering, delays whatsoever. Yeah. It's cool, but 5G utilizes a lot of radio frequency times 10 on steroids. So right now, radio frequency is what we use. Cool, but when you increase the amount of radio frequency the way the 5G will, then you're talking about a bombardment every second of billions of waves on your cells every second of every day. The thing about these towers are they're trying to put these towers up everywhere, millions by 20, I think it was like 2021, 2022, so that way they can move forward with it. But again, a couple of things that I found interesting. 
it was a TED Talk I was watching. Love TED Talks. If y'all don't watch them, start watching them because they're awesome information. But it was a guy, I forgot his name, but he said that a smartphone should be no closer than an inch from your skin, from your body. Something I did not know. I'm thinking I'm doing good if I got a Bluetooth, but again, that's Bluetooth, uh, you know, still frequency, still wires, and it's still in your pocket. 5G increases radiation tremendously. The increased power to operate will set will be millions and millions of towers will be set up across the country, new schools and neighborhoods. The health risk of 5G is so tremendous that the International Association of Firefighters got them banned. In America, you can't even put a 5G tower by a fire station. The reason why is because when they did, the firefighters, the memory, they were losing their memories. There was massive confusion. It was weakness in their body due to the low-level RF radio frequencies. Now, on top of that, 230 scientists internationally, and that's just the ones who are listed, but it's way more than that, stated that they are currently fighting to make the industry do more studies because of the current health issues that are displayed with the studies of RAT. But the industry is saying that they have been doing studies, but they have nothing produced. And it's another thing when you have somebody in the industry to do the study for you. Right. right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. I found myself to be innocent. <laughs> so, so there's 5G uh, outside of this building, right? Have y'all been able to get 5G? It's not real 5G. It's fake 5G, right? Because they didn't actually replace the tower. It's like when they say 4G and LTE is the same. Or like 4G and some other one is the 4G, same. 4G, like, LTE. Then, yeah, yeah, like they're not the same. My phone is consistently in 3G half the time. So yeah. I don't but know what you're talking about. Wow. He's also got like an iPhone 3. No. <laughs> no, I just, I live, so in, I, I live in East Jesus. I live He's in East Jesus. He's got a sidekick. Sidekick too. He's currently still using WAP. Not the sidekick. <laughs> Yeah, so this is actually just a giant pager. That's all it is. With more, more specific text. It's just a huge Captain Marvel so, so, if So the radio waves the, the, that aren't being able to be seen, mm -hmm. are they making... Would it be a safe comparison to the way that, like... Uh, without the EPA, without like restrictions on like factories, and you see like China or whatever, mm -hmm. like a city in China that would have all this smog, or you couldn't even see the buildings mm -hmm. next to one another because it's so thick. That's what it's adding to our air, but in the form of like the low frequency waves. That's a nice so visualization. Like, so, so like it's clouding the airspace, but it's just not visible. It's clouding the airways more than what they're clouded for now. Example, like you just stated, we got this big giant uh, cell phone over here, and you're right. It's, it's not 5G, even though it says 5G on some phones. I think it was AT&T that came out and had to admit exactly that they put 5G up there, although they're not 5G capable. Most of the phones currently would not be able to sustain the speed, the massiveness, and you would use so much data as soon as you connect because the highway for 5G, the bandwidth, is so tremendous that you use up your gigabyte plan or whatever within moments, and then they would have to extend it. So the industry is going to have to change. Yeah. But here's the crazy thing, because you're right. It's like a tsunami. We're in a wave of just waves upon waves, and 5G is that monster that's 100 feet tall like Godzilla that's coming through now as the king of all waves. But here's the flaws with it. So I was listening to a, a Dr. Sharon Goldberg, who's a physician, biolog bi biological physician, David Carpenter, uh, who's another physician, 
They both stated that they have not been. Is there a physician for anything that's not biological? Oh, you know what? You called me because then it would be a physicist if I'm thinking anything dealing with. I'm just right. Yeah, like I don't know if you could be like a a wood biologist (laughs) or physicist physician physician a tree physician. It's a carpenter. Okay, I just want to make sure I was. Uh, I'm, I'm not missing anything here. Keep going, Bobby. I'm sorry. I don't know. Maybe it could be like an animal physician, veterinarian, opposed to a human physician. Still so, biological. So still, still biology. Bi- yeah, still biology. Uh huh. So what would you call say Unless a geologist? <laughs> <laughs> then you're just a psycho. Right. Yeah. What are you doing? And then you have real problems. <laughs> but listen, y'all, because this is the part that killed me the most. The part that I found interesting. The part well, the that I found itself that didn't kill you yet. It didn't kill me yet. It's the five G <laughs> what it's going to put out there because the towers will be will be releasing twenty four to ninety gigahertz, which is ninety billion electromagnetic waves per second hitting the human body. Plants that are around five Gs towers right now, the ones that are up, you know, because you can tell the difference because they require a lot more power to push up this wave. 4G, 3G would be like, uh, what's what's the best way to describe this? Uh, Use a visual like Marty just did. So we'll stick with the cloud. So 4G and 3G would be a very light cloud. You know what I'm saying? You can still... The wispy clouds that kind of go by that look like they're maybe like waves, nothing too big. 5G would be that that country-size thunderstorm that's going to last for 10 years is totally different and again the positives about it is that we can use this technology for so much internationally globally not just with trade but with health uh, education i mean it's it's endless you know we could connect here's the good things that we could do with it you could connect cars uh teslas and things to it because again the latency is so short that you won't have the type of issue as we would now you can connect these things uh say uh, the bad parts, you know, military. I know you all have seen on YouTube, you have uh, Cal State, I was a Cal U, uh, the university out in California that has always gets the funding from the military industrial complex to work on these robots. They have robots that are dogs. Like Boston, 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 Dynamics. Boston, Boston Dynamics. That's one yeah. great one because they're the ones who did the dog and they also got a humanoid robot. Yeah. These things are so advanced, but the the point is that these robots still need to be connected with 5G. You're talking about these dogs walking around with whatever the military want to attach to them. We could put uh, guns, small missile rocket launchers, grenade launchers, whatever you want to put on it. Ice cream. Ice cream would be good. Could replace an ice cream truck. It doesn't always have to be bad. It don't always have to be bad. But you understand that this is the, this could be the summation of evil tool to be used against the society of control. You got drones out there already that are not man-made. I mean, man, uh, no pilot, no man piloting. Right, yeah. You know, yeah, so yeah, yeah. unmanned drone. drones. Thank you very much, my friend. Unmanned drones, so they can easily connect these things and not worry about anything. The possibilities you already got radio frequency weapons out there. They have these trucks. They have these octagon, hexagon. Things on that omit a radio frequency or a microwave that is so intense that it makes the body feel like it's burning up from the inside out because that's what a microwave does. It warms up the water molecules, and that's how a microwave works by heating up the food. It heats up the water molecules. It does the same thing to the body, and our military currently has different variations of these things. So my thing with 5G, it's a beautiful 
bit of technology that could have did a lot for us, but because of the radiation, because of the amount of frequencies, because of the lack of studies of what this bombardment of such intense frequencies, because again, you're talking about radio waves that are thick like molasses. With these same radio waves, if your 5G Wi-Fi in your home is on, they got a tower outside because they're going to be in neighborhoods and by schools, it's basically mapping out the entire area. If you can imagine molasses, yeah. somebody pouring it down. In or this treacle. All right. Or treacle. It, it is treacle in England. Yes. I'm going to use that word oh, for now God. because it sounds dirty. Right. So, <laughs> the treacle. <laughs> or it sounds like something that's going to, that, that a physician for a tree would possibly give to them to cure the cold. No, it sounds like what Andre 2000 would say. He's like, for treacle? For treacle? For treacle? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, uh, my concern <laughs> when you're talking about all this stuff wouldn't even be the possibility of the government or big evil um, being proactive. Undertaker? And yeah, big evil. <laughs> evil Incorporated. <laughs> and then being proactive and, you know, making uh, robot dogs with rocket launchers, but that much bandwidth would also allow them to use all the devices that are already there and to now have an uninterrupted stream into watching on your laptop, listening to you on your phone, <sighs> kind of that, that, that uh, means of control, I think. Super big brother. But, but you brought up, like, you know, they, they haven't studied the 5G. And then they did, but it was like a... Mice. Right, right. It was, right. Or, or, And also that it was being run by someone that had stakes in the game. Right. So who in your mind should run those studies? That's a good question. Me, it should be a most definite uh, civilian uh, group uh, that do these particular studies. All, I want to say, I don't want to say masters in a particular area, but I need experts to sit down and make sure that this information that you're about to provide is correct because what's going on is very Objective much Objective people too. Exactly, because this could be detrimental to us. They already got studies with the mice to where it's degenerating the vision. You understand what I'm saying? This is just from regular cell phones. Well, we have, so I, so we had a study that was done in the mid nineties before 3G was even a thing. Um, that links significant health problems with people living in London apartment buildings. So people who lived in the top floor of an apartment building in London with a cell phone mast on the top in the mid-90s had a cancer rate of 10 times the average of the person Whoa. in England. So like radio, like that sort of stuff isn't even really a conspiracy, it's just a fact. Do we know how powerful on a scale of like Chernobyl to... <laughs> an AM radio. Right. This radiation radio wave frequency is. Like oh. do we like does anybody have any idea what that It's more than what currently exists is what it sounds like, right? It's like a hundred times more. Not even hundred. It's like literally yeah, we're talking about from if four G and three G is A and B, then five G will be Z and then some created new alphabet to measure. That's what we have. Like this is on steroids. Even the towers need more power to broadcast the waves. Well, isn't it possible, too, that everything that's getting smaller, right, like a, a microchip for a computer that looks it's the size of, like, the end of a pen, mm -hmm. and it used to be the size of this table we're sitting at, this 10 by 8 table to run a computer, isn't it possible, maybe, that whether these waves are good for us or bad for us, that's up to debate, but um, that they're able to do more with less? That if they're sending out a hundred, right, on a hundred out of a hundred, they're sending out their signals, their towers, and that hundred used to only be able to power 50% of what it will now be able to power. Mm -hmm. 
And the only thing different is the technology. It's the same amount of waves. Or, or is 5G a different more wave? efficient. It'll be a more lot efficient waves. Yeah. It'll be very scary because even if making it, a, this is the point. It doesn't matter how efficient you make it to broadcast out the signals. It's the signals themselves that are detrimental to right. our health. And that's the scary part. I agree with you, though, as far as the question, I believe that it will happen. As the technology continues to progress, China is the lead right now with the company Huawei. But eventually, America, Japan, Canada, everybody that's trying to jump in on this 4G game will continue to make the technology to make it more compact, smaller, more efficient to broadcast these dangerous signals out to us. Can't wait for landlines to be a thing again. Yeah, I can't wait to uh, use dial up. Yeah, get AOL. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I miss They've that. They've been playing the long game. <laughs> I'm just watching my dude walk across the screen and everything. Dude. I want yeah, to escape that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me that Teresa Mayo. Netscape. Wow. Yeah. Y'all remember AOL used to give out like a thousand hours of free internet? I never ran out of hours. I don't know how. And I used to be on the internet a lot. But right. we got those AOL. It's a free disc every week. It was, yeah. It was just like, you could you could basically use them as coasters around your house and dispose after every use and you'd never run out of AOL discs. I don't know how they made any money. I don't get it. They didn't. They're out of business. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's true. Bought out by Time Warner. I thought they bought Time Warner. Did they buy Time Warner? They bought Time Warner. That was a bad idea. Because then it became AOL Time Warner. Right, right. Because then they took control of Nitro. That's what the whole. They did take control of Nitro. Yeah, and it ruined it. They ruined it. Yeah. There's another conspiracy. All right, so let's let's go on from 5G. We got Nitro fans. (laughs) Now these wavelengths are going to feel like Nitro running through our body. Really, I'm very scared, y'all, to be honest with you, when it comes to this. They say it won't roll out for another couple of years because, again, there's only, you know, again, as I keep saying, China's the only ones right now that's leading the forefront on the equipment and everything. But it's very scary because with this 5G, this molasses wave inside of your house just floating around, if the military, say, for instance, they don't even have to look through your laptop no more through your phone, they can simply use a machine that they have to simply peer into your home looking at the radio frequency because it's so thick coming from the towers for 5G that it's literally like mapping the inside of your home 3D if you can imagine an ultrasound. Right, right, because it's just it's it, or, or echolocation. Exactly. Right. So this is exactly how it looks to them when they use the equipment to peer because it's just like the ultrasound you see the baby in 3D, that's how they be able to see inside your home. It's like Same a UAV way. in Call of Duty. There you go. Oh, wow, that's a... Uh, right here, so, uh, hey, we, so we uh, we have a listener who just showed up who's going to be sitting with us. Um, Hi. Her name is Britt. Hey, Britt. Hey. You don't have to say anything if you hey, want Mark. to. Feel free to jump in at any point. It's an art. Don't call me Mark. You're off the podcast. Get, get the fuck out of here. All right. Lost so, privileges. So uh, Britt missed a pre deep dive into 5G. Do you want to move to some of our stuff or do we want to move to the moon? Oh, no. Hold on. You. Go ahead, Josh. I was going to say, do we want to move to the listener questions and then ours? Let's do some listener and questions. And the moon last. He also wanted to touch on Saturn, I believe, too, right? Ooh, yes. Yeah, Sega Saturn's making a comeback. Yeah. Um, it's better than touching on Venus. The G- General Motors. So stupid. All right, so uh, we got a couple questions from listeners. Uh, one, actually we had two uh, from Laura and Charlotte. Um, one of them was a result of the last episode and she just asked if to ask Bobby 
Does he know what a sovereign citizen of the United States is, and is he one? <laughs> sovereign citizens, that would be like I, the, I don't know what this means. It's the Neither Moors. It's the Moors. Like, uh, you know, respect to the Moors, but they come through, and they it's almost watching like a 16-year-old emancipate themselves. It's the same thing as what she's talking about, sovereign citizen. You emancipate yourself pretty much from the marine law of the land because we still use marine law of, of the land, even though, you know, water base, but it's still we use it here and we as citizens are called property. So what sovereign people do is they relinquish themselves. So Aquaman, we're like an Aquaman law. We're all Jason Momoa law. You'll hear a lot of sovereign citizens when they get pulled over by like police, they'll say they're not, they can't get pulled over because they're not driving, they're traveling right. in a car. So like, for lack of a better word, like does that whole work? Stuff. Because if I ever get pulled no, over, I mean, absolutely, it doesn't work. You can look it up on YouTube. There's like whole all these videos of, of just people like <laughs> well, they like videotapes themselves and everything like that, and they like, record it. it. Yeah, check out the Morris. Go online and look M O R S. M O R S. Okay, and the Morris. Listen to some of those brothers and sisters. These are all day long lawyers and judges. When I say they study the system, marine law more so, more specifically. But yes, Laura. Uh, I know what the sovereign is, and yes, in America, we do have people who claim sovereignty who are from here in America. It's just like watching somebody emancipating themselves from America, uh, like a child would, 16-year-old would from his family. Right. And I understand. It's so it's in independence from the national law and the worldwide, and instituting yourself into the marine law. That's Kind of like pulling yourself away from all of that. You're saying that I'm not property because... These laws basically treat us as properties. Even if you sign your it's name, it's almost like a spiritual law. It's like you're above the physicality of. I think right? we're messing it up. Yes. Yes. I think Bobby's, Bobby's like, Bobby stop talking, bro. I'm explaining it right. You guys All are right, messing so the it homework, up. For the, the homework is going to be look up more. <laughs> look up more in sovereignty. I'm really okay. caught up on this whole people driving and trying to claim it because <laughs> if they've got a license which states them to be a citizen of the U.S. and that state, then but that one is also, I mean, really dangerous kinds of people will be soft. Like, I mean, they're essentially, uh, using his terminology, emancipating themselves from all American law. So they do not apply to the, the law. Purge. It could be the purge. <laughs> yeah, without the murder. But, yeah. Well, we don't know. Maybe, maybe right. Sovereign citizens, uh, self-described sovereign citizens, see themselves as answerable only to their particular interpretation of the common law and as not subject to any government statuses or proceedings. Okay. So the law so you're does not, not apply. One. Exactly. So you are one or you aren't one. I couldn't. Oh, me? No, I'm not. Not one. Okay, not, cool. Not, okay. okay. Next thing, uh, we're going to keep it on the floor. Let's do to talk quickly about uh, Bigfoot, the hide-and-seek master. Do we believe... <laughs> I love it. Uh, uh, a show of vocal yes or no, do we believe Bigfoot exists? Yes. Yes. No for me. I wouldn't call it... Okay, yes. Have you seen these gems? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm Here, let me take a picture of your footprints. <laughs> nah. No. no, I don't believe in... No, I don't believe in a specific being called Bigfoot. No, that, but uh, uh, animal-like... I do believe there are animals that we haven't yeah. registered I yet. I believe in the Yeti. Be, be responsible right. to... That specifically are mammals and hairy? 
No. But kind of like... But we all know there's fish fucking thousands of miles deep in the ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just in general, I think there are things that we haven't fully caught up with yet. That's a, that's a poor answer. That's the most generic but, Wait, what are you... Th- wait, yes or you no? Said no? I said no. Oh, you said, you said no? I said no. <laughs> I think we're going to <laughs> I do. I you know what? It's, we, it's have for, we have to wait like, for 5G to come out. The molasses will map out where it's <laughs> set and we'll find them. It'll be Just done. Just look at the map, Sean. Uh, the, um, there's a couple quick hitters here uh, from at Jake Cranfill on Twitter. Um, he wanted us to uh, talk about JFK Jr. Uh Let's just, he didn't want specifics. So let's just say, do we think he's still alive? I think no. He died in a plane crash over Martha's Vineyard. Um, but there's a consistency. <laughs> Oh, JFK Jr. Okay, that's Yeah, not JFK. Not JFK. JFK Jr. who died in a plane accident yeah. over North of Vineyard. But there is a QAnon uh, belief that JFK Jr. is still out there and is just waiting to um, <laughs> appear again in support. Like the second coming. The Machiavelli. Yes. Uh, yeah, he's the two, yeah, JFK Jr. is, is Boomer's Tupac. <laughs> what? what? I just... I just uh, why? <laughs> Um, that's, you're right. Let's move that's, on. That's um, my question. Just why? Why is he laying in late? There's the moon landing, but we'll skip that because we're going to cover the moon later, right? right. Uh, Magic Johnson never really having HIV. Man, somebody talked to me. He had HIV. He just never had AIDS. And whatever the medication they kept providing to him subdued it or made it to where... Prevented the it from turning into AIDS? To AIDS, exactly. Because you can live with HIV and be very healthy. I mean, they do now, but right. almost no complications for a whole life. It's a medication that they advertise on TV right now that says that we can make your AIDS drop so low that it can barely be detected. Yes, I said, it sounds like a cure, bitch. So this, you know <laughs> so this is suggesting that he never even had HIV. No, I think he did. He just it never went full-blown to AIDS because of his money. Do you think that he potentially could have claimed to have HIV because he saw... Um, the community that he was a part of being affected by it and no one talking about it and bringing a shining a light on it? Mm-mm, not at all. He got caught up with fucking being a slut. That's how he got caught up. And I believe that the fear in him was so tremendous because what was your friends now became you. Yeah. You know, we never think it happened to us, but I think that that fear made him open up his pocket as large as it could go so that he can stay alive. Right. Period. That's what I thought. All right. Uh, is Stevie Wonder really blind? No. There's, no, there's no, no chance. I don't no, believe it for a fucking no, no. He may be visually impaired, not blind. That's it. That's it, Marty. He is not blind. All right, and this one, Britt, uh, I think you might like this the best. Um, NASCAR killed Dale Earnhardt to keep his sexuality from being revealed. <gasps> what? what? I haven't heard of that before. The first time I've heard that. The first time I've heard, heard that one. That. That's the most ridiculous thing uh, I've ever Dale Earnhardt, supposedly, well, maybe... Was no. homosexual, uh-huh. and because that would be such a mark on NASCAR, NASCAR rigged perhaps whatever that that seatbelt thing is, no. um, seat and sent him into the sent him into the wall. Because if, if if any of us remember here, Josh is probably not a part of this group, but it was a pretty big deal when Jeff Gordon was winning races, but he was too effeminate for the NASCAR fan. Do you remember that? Thing? Oh yeah, I don't he, he drove a rainbow NASCAR, car. Man. He was a California boy. And like everybody hated him, Jeff Gordon, See, because like he was like a metrosexual. <laughs> it's dumb, right? There's so many reasons. There's so many reasons. There's so many reasons. <laughs> and we're uh, we're, we're going to take uh, we're going to hop from there. Lizard people running our country. We kind of talked about. I feel like on last episode, didn't nice. we? Nice. Or no, we talked about the possibility. Yeah. I've got some stuff on that, so let's just skip it. 
Okay, we'll skip that. Um, Kyle in Texas, our producer. Uh, Fake producer. He said, um, the USA is putting chemicals in the water to turn people gay. This is to help with population <laughs> control. It has taken an unexpected turn now as a majority of frogs in the United States are gay now. This is a real theory. Look it up. Is it really? Um, it is. So uh, it got started, the theory got started by Alex Jones, who is a known cook, oh. cook right? But And a cook. And a cook. I'm sure he, he, I'm sure he cooks something. I'm sure he something So off. here's the thing. So there's a common pesticide oh, that was used called atrazine. And atrazine, where it was used, at least one in ten male frogs that were exposed to atrazine, I identified, they started producing estrogen, they began mating they began mating with males and they laid out. Do we need to make sure they're pronouncing correctly? Yes. Okay, fine. So so they began laying eggs, they began mating with males, and they began producing estrogen. So effectively So they would they were essentially Turn female, right? A gender. So they're not gay. They're not gay. Yeah. No, I agree. I'm reading it. And what's funny though is that America, believe it or not, they had I read an article where they were actually trying to come up with an aerosol spray that would make men become have sexual urges immediately and tremendously to where they start just kind of copulating with each other. Believe it or not, this is it was, very it was real. called Hemsworth spray <laughs> because we all kind of got engaged for that thing. So we, so it's kind of that. just like an airbound, airborne Viagra. Very, pretty much. And there's pretty no much. way they aren't trying to do something like that. Of course, so it's our government because they tried everything. Is it? Is it? Does it work like in Looney Tunes where the waft, the smell would come and you'd float and just, but it takes you straight to dick? <laughs> and it would work for guys. And, you know and would it work for homosexual females? Ooh. I mean, surely it would just work for females. Because if I could have females, females just right? float to me like that, it would be awesome. Where just float. I just, just want to float the same come straight to me. I think the, uh, five I think the glasses. fog comes up. <laughs> I think the allure of it would fail when you're sat on the sixth floor and do it, and like three women are coming in the Ending on <laughs> ending on the sex change and or gay frogs. Uh, there is also no evidence to suggest that chemicals in the water can affect human sexuality or imply the U.S. government is trying to make children gay with juice boxes, as Jones claims. <laughs> I feel insane right now. Now it's um, juice Yeah. I just feel... That dude's a nut. Now, there's a lot of chemicals in the water, as we know, due to the the yeah. research that was done. We know it's like everything is in there from... Yeah, not making right. people gay. Right. Like. I, don't, I don't know that combination yet. Is that a combination? I really would like to do more research on that. Oh, is, is it like, like H2O? Oh, like, it's just like, oh, it's just fluoride. But, like, turns out when it's put with like a little bit of chlorine, it's gay juice. I mean, I'm saying, think about gay this. Juice. Think about this, y'all. I mean, they use fluoride in our water in America when fluoride is a known toxin. Hitler also used fluoride to put into his people water because he said it would make them domicile and it will also keep them from having uh, babies that, you know, kill it down there. So this is real. Fluoride is now in American water because of that reason. And you can find the information. It's literally in rat poison. If you do this thing, we're going to cut your hands off. Oh, shit. Um, right. Got it. I'm sorry. Uh, so the fluoride works to prevent birth? The fluoride kills... Sperm cells. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So it makes men less potent. Exactly. And then they say it does something to make us more dormant, uh, more docile. You know what I mean? If you want to take over a population, you don't need aggression coming from the people you're trying to take over. Well, Kyle in Texas's theory was to use as population control. That would pan out, right? If the fluoride does, in fact, 
and make uh, you affect your sperm. Docile, which my wife would attest that that is working me. <laughs> is that why they're anything. so afraid of the new world order being able to make test tube babies? Because you wouldn't necessarily need sperm. They're already doing that now. Uh, all right, let's not get too in the weeds on that. Uh, do we want to keep doing Twitter? I got two more. Uh, I mean, we may as well crack through them. All right, let's get through them. Um, I said two, I had one. Uh, Bobby, have you ever heard of the Phantom Time Reality? Or the Phantom Time Hypothesis? Phantom Time? No. All right, I'm going to read here because these names are not easily uh, (coughs) easy to read. Um, The Phantom Time Hypothesis is a historical conspiracy theory asserted by Herbert Illich. It was first published in 1991, and it hypothesizes a conspiracy by the Holy Roman Empire Emperor Otto III, Pope Sylvester II, and possibly the Byzantine Emperor Constantine VII, to fabricate the Anno Domini dating system retrospectively in order to place them at the special year of AD 1000. So what it's claiming is that there is 297 years that were added into the calendar, which would be AD 614 through AD 911. Nine, 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 I guess 911. That's the way to say that. It's a conspiracy episode. What am I doing? I have heard something similar. So the problem, or the. the it, so it's saying that the Roman Emperor or the Roman Empire wanted to be around 1000. That's why they added these numbers. The special number, human's obsession with round numbers is weird. So I kind of get it. But the problem that a lot of people are having with it is that in that scenario, the entire Carolingian period, including Charlemagne, is fabrication at that point because it would belong in a different era mm. okay. versus what it actually is in. It would also mean that we're not in the year 2019. With quick math, we'd be in the year 19... <laughs> Stall. Uh, Stalling. 1922. <laughs> We'd be 1922. That is crazy because it's a, it's a no, no, dude, you'd be 1722. Yeah, thank you. I was 200 years old. <laughs> he went back like but it's math 80 construct. years. Um, <laughs> that is crazy. It's wild, right? Yeah. Uh, what do we think? Possibility? Yes, very much so. A uh, fucking of the calendar? I mean, yeah, it's yeah, all made I can, up I can anyway, see, right? Yeah, like, Especially at that time period. Yeah, I mean, everybody's fucking with everything. Like, we literally add a leap day for a leap year because we fucked up the calendar at some point. They have uh, it's, it's some guy on YouTube has been doing a lot of research. He his theory is the same. Like, it's a his, dangerous sentence. Uh, yeah, <laughs> right, right. But this guy, he said, um, it's interesting because they're saying that it was a period of time, not too long ago, same time frame where it just seems like the kids were taken away from their parents and the parents were allowed to die off, and the kids were taught. From that point forward, it was always almost like uh, erasing the history. It's kind of like erasing the past history, getting rid of everybody. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. And then they started off anew almost. And it's interesting because there's a lot of buildings. And I wish I I would have just wrote down the names and stuff. Because the images of the buildings, it looked like they were all in some sort of mud flood. You know what I mean? It's like the building's 10, 15 feet. You can see... Almost like Noah? Like Noah's flood? Kind of, but... Very minute compared to that, not global per se, or maybe it okay. was because, and again, this is all theoretical, so no truth, no falsehood. But what part of the world is this? In? This would have been in Europe. Okay, from the images that I saw, as far as the building. Josh Taggart. <laughs> <laughs> this is your arena. Well, as someone who's around in AD six hundred and thirty-four, I can attest that uh, we did skip. 
Do you have family? <laughs> Did you let your family die? I can... Oh yeah, sorry, I'll ring my mum, shall I? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> like, can you ask Nan? <laughs> I love it, man, because it's a possibility. It's like very interesting, based upon just what y'all just stated. You know, here it is, we uh, leap year. We know this bullshit. Um, amongst other things, the Julian calendar. If we go to the East, their calendars are much different as far as the date, as far as, I mean, pertaining to our calendars. Everything is different. We're the only ones who changed up like that so dramatically, period. And that was just up on a, one of the Roman empires who decided that that's what he wanted to do for whatever reasons, whether pagan or not. Uh, so, I mean, I won't totally dismiss it. I would say that I need more proof of it. That's what I would say. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, right. that's fair. That's, I mean, especially at that time, records were not the best. Right. <laughs> and they were only kept by the people that lived long enough to ride them and or survive whatever it was. Yeah, whatever like war they were Yeah, the, it's told by the storytellers. Huh? Oh, like Shakespeare? <laughs> that is all I've got, minus the lizard people running the country, which at J. Cranfield, we will get to that later according to Josh yeah all right how do we want to do this um do we want to start telling our conspiracies Josh Kyle and I interesting yes yeah because we all have we all have one each right yep like we may have several branches I have quite a few on mine but we have like branches (laughs) all based on the same thing so I don't care who starts like we're like we're gonna go all three no matter how long this yeah no for sure so I just (laughs) spit off a ton so if we want to Kyle do you want to start sure let's go topical with the with what's going on right now. No doubt. Area 51. We're going to be talking about <laughs> Area 51. I love it. Okay. Um, so, the line that we've heard is that it is in... A, okay, time out. Yes. No, t- time out only because I want to remind our listeners we're doing a live show on September 20th in California outside of Area 51. Which is not in California, but it's in Nevada. I was in California. Even I knew that. I saw a really zoomed out picture of the states and I had no idea. Oh, like you're going to the real Area 51. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you misunderstood. He's going going to a warehouse that has the number 51 (laughs) inside. The X-Files studio uh, where they had Area 51. Go ahead, Kyle. Okay, so the, uh, the line that we've heard is that it's a military base Used for training exercises. Is that a load of bullshit? It is an extreme load of bullshit that's so heavy I can smell it 500 miles away. <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. Um, so if it's a load of bullshit, what the fuck is there? What I think, and from my understanding, from all the information I have gathered over my short life spent on this here uh, third planet from the sun, Area 51 test facility, yes, for reverse engineering of whether there have been Russian and German aircrafts, because remember, Germany was ahead of everybody else in the war. Hitler could have won the war, period. He was working on things like the bell. I don't know if any of y'all ever heard about that. We'll get to that. No doubt. So I'm going to fall back just a little bit. Just, 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 just so to steal yes. Josh's thunder. Just but, hit the reverse on the Nazi bitch. I'm going to hit the reverse real quick. But every year 51. But yes, I do believe there were worse engineering, other things that they got from other countries, and also things that fell out of the sky. It's known that America wasn't the only land where something fell out of the sky. Own. You know, you had Germany, they had something that fell in the woods, literally. You can still find the pictures of it. Uh, Josh, we'll get into some more of that later. You had uh, 
where was it? South America. You know what I'm saying? They very much so Mexico has always been a hotbed. I don't know if it's just the equator all the way around the globe, quote unquote, if it ain't flat. But yes, I do believe that there are reverse engineering technologies there. And they're also working on new technologies there. We have the B-52 bomber, I believe, was made in Area 51. Uh, this is the Blackbird. The Blackbird was the first stuff uh, okay. fighter. The long one looked like the one from the X-Men movie. The yeah, yeah, that looked like a triangle. Yeah, that looked yeah, like the SR-71 no Blackbird, right? Right. It the was long the one that looked one. like no other aircraft before it. And it <laughs> just so happens to get made that perfect way. Exactly. Be a exactly. Now, this was made well, about 20, 30 years prior to it ever being sent out in the 70s. This was being created at Area 51, way more advanced. And yet, this thing was 20 years in the making, but it was here in Area 51 as they took the time to get the technology straight from wherever they was getting the technology from. Now, let's just step out to other people who have said things, you know, workers who were there, so forth, so on. Half of them I don't believe, but there are some that I do. It was this one guy, Lazar. Uh, I'm saying his sure. name wrong. You know who I'm talking about? Yep. This guy. I mean, he's very believable. Um, and the things that he say as far as just what he saw there, you know, everything being compartmentalized. You see a spaceship over here. You see an American plane here. Then in the other hangar to be another spaceship. I believe totally in that because I believe in dumps, deep underground military bases. You know what I mean? Truck okay. drivers will tell you about those all day because there's some truck drivers that have to deliver things to some of these places like that. And they have some of the wildest motherfucking stories you'll ever hear. But I totally believe that Area 51 is a reverse engineering, uh, a place where they bring about new technology, fiber optics. Uh, fiber optics is cable carries light, information <laughs> carried in light, more sufficient than any other means if you're going to use a wire or cable, and yet it carries light. Now imagine that technology, bro. We didn't have that shit prior to fiber optic cables. We didn't have nothing close to that. We're using light to carry data. You understand what I'm saying? That's fascinating. Where did we get that from? Nylons. Nylon is another technology that they said that was created by warming up in a uh, in a scientific laboratory. You know what I mean? But I don't believe it because of the... Because she's a woman, Bobby? Not even. Oh <laughs> Not even. Get out of here. Because of the ability of the nylon. There's so many things, man, that were Area 51. Even now, they still put money into ensuring that you cannot come 100 miles in there. You know what I mean? That is crazy to me. So one thing that they do is that the employees that, that work there, they do fly them in. Into right. The, into the... Uh, what they call it, the bus or something like that? Sure. Yeah, I don't know we say, don't know. right. They fly them in every day. You got people taking pictures and videos of them coming in, coming out, but nobody will break their silence. And the ones who do are usually almost near death, and the general public don't believe them at the time to tell a secret. I don't think there is an Area 51 physically. Like, I think there's... There's 50 areas? There's, I think, no, I think there's a base of people out there that are protecting nothing. To have everybody directing their attention to a place they can't reach. And they're doing stuff like testing and all that other stuff that reverse engineering just out in public. Because it's not going to be seen. It's a crazy shell game. It's a awesome. shell game, exactly. I mean, it makes sense. Like, it's, it's a fucking tale all its time, right? Like, everybody looks over yeah. here while you're doing stuff over there. Right, right, like, right. I've thought that for a long That's time. That's the left like, hand way while the right hand is doing The truth yeah. is always right there in front of your face. It's the best place to hide it. Yeah. Wow, look at that, Marty. That was good. Did, so, did you have anything else on there? You, so <laughs> you did good, Marty. Um, good job, man. <laughs> Me, 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 me. <laughs> um, so I guess if it's out in out in plain sight, 
It's Roswell. <laughs> Roswell. Did that happen? Did the did a did a I spaceship so. crash? Then where is being held? I believe so because think about this, y'all, real quickly. Roswell, make it real short. When it crashed, the first thing they did was re- they released papers, and the papers just said everything about strange metals, this, that, and the third bodies found. They went in, but. At the same time, America uses high-altitude balloons to put satellites into orbit, even though they tell us they're up there on their own means. So it's not, I can't rule out the possibility of a high-altitude balloon carrying machinery to measure the ionic sphere or to do some sort of project that they were trying to keep out of public eye, another one of those black budget projects, and it fell. In Mexico, a satellite just fell, uh, I think a year, somewhere within a two-year time span, this satellite fell out the sky still with the balloon attached to it. Okay, and they, the, the Mexicans, they videotaping this and everything until we came over there and got it. You know, but again, with Roswell, I, I'm kind of 50-50 because still the guy who actually saw the debris, who touched the, bomb, the debris, right? right the he bomb. was like, listen, this was mandible. He said, you could bend it, it comes back. He was saying all kind of fascinating things about it. He was like saying the symbols on this metal was unlike anything, period. Even if it's military, the symbols, that, and I'm ex-military, the symbols that you would still use, when I saw the images of those symbols, it was nothing military about that shit. Absolutely. Now, it looked very abstract, and it also looked like it was trying to say something, but it didn't look military to me by far. So I thought it was a bullshit cover-up story for something that did actually happen. But until... More could be given. I'm like 50-50 because I know back then how altitude balloons were used to carry up satellites. And it's still being used to carry satellites because there's no such thing as 30,000 satellites floating around Earth. Uh, we will be able to see them all day, every day. Just like there's no such thing as a solar eclipse. But we'll talk about that later. Hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, just a couple more questions about Area 51. Uh, one, how many people will it actually take to storm that place? More than what they got on the internet talking about going out there right now. Y'all better come with half the nation, B. Y'all come with Area 51. They already got missiles and lasers and microwave weapons waiting on your asses. Try it. Come. That's what the government's saying. Please. They just put it out on the internet today. Please, people, try your very fucking best to storm Area 51. We promise you, parentheses, U.S. government, that we will murder all you motherfuckers. Period. All those people doing population control with the gay frogs are like, well, all our fucking. All this research gone to waste. Trying yeah. so hard. But really, all we had to do is been working so thirty hard. years. Just saying it. Thirty just, years. Just, oh, yeah. All we had to do was wait for Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, oh god. Let's say that they do get in. What are they gonna find? I think they That's will true. probably shit Rexby. I believe that there's an underground base up under there. What you stated, I think, was really dope. But I believe that there's something on the ground. Again, I mentioned dumps, deep underground mm-hmm. military bases. They exist and they're fucking everywhere. The machinery for these shits to build. I mean, the Air Force has a machine that stands. We're on the third floor. The top of that, you'll probably be able to see touching the bottom of that window. And it's this large circular vehicle that they use and it melts the rocks as it goes through and goes down and creates these caverns that they come back in and then, you know, build the way they want to build. It's like a dig dog. Exactly. So I do believe that under mm-hmm. Area 51, there's some real shit going on. I do believe that this is going to sound so odd, but, you know, fuck it. I do believe that we are working with terrestrial or extraterrestrial entities 
in these dumps, these deep underground military bases, like the one up under Area 51, and there's a base near Area 51. Working with them, like in so partnership? It's, so it's cohesive? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. In some cases, because again, think about this for a minute. If I'm an overlord again, it's nothing you could do to me. I'm an intergalactic, uh, intergalactic. Where are the over- overlordians from? Huh? Where are the overlordians from? Over- I want to say overlord. From I mean, overlord? I'm sure he's just seen in it as in like an overlord. I, I'm, right. just, I'm being a dick. <laughs> <laughs> These evil bastards. That's what we'll call them. I believe that when you have something that is all right, an entity that is extremely more powerful than you in every imaginable way. Like Bob Lazar was saying, or was somebody, or what, or Schneider, Phil Schneider, you know, okay. rest in peace to him too. Uh, he was the guy who actually stated that he got into a gunfight with aliens in a dump facility. I believe he was a geologist at the time. And um, we have, he was saying that at one, at one of these areas, they have a line that you can't even cross because the vibration frequency coming from the entities are so strong that you get sick. So imagine you're dealing with an entity like that, and you know it's nothing you can do. You either, like uh, my man, y'all help me out. There are the, the, six, the six G. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. He basically said with artificial intelligence, we're not going to be able to beat it, so we might as well join it. So he is trying to make us integrate into the internet by making us part machine. Little yeah. chip. Dude, did you guys see that? Yeah, the, you, you literally, it's he's like developing a chip that you put into your head and it lets you control basically I mean like essentially you're going to wake up and know everything there you go you, you have access to Google in your head there you go <laughs> so it's not it's, it's, it's not better than Google Glass yeah, yeah. you it's don't have to go to school anymore yeah. you don't have to like nothing you want to learn when, when would you get that implant? you got to learn how to handle that kind of information right so I mean I assume the elite will only get uh, it right yeah, yeah. Oh, it would cost a freaking fortune. It would. Right, but you can find, like, insane shit on Google. It doesn't necessarily mean it's true. But that is true. Yeah, I mean, Elon Musk is really... Because I can, like, blink and think of, like, non-humping. Doesn't mean necessarily... (laughs) Jesus, man. It makes me smarter. Oh, no, but you could have some great dreams, baby. Josh, explain <laughs> none of it. Yeah, oh my God. That's not. I got so stupid. What does the reality be right now? Imagine, imagine if you got an entity that great and you're standing in front of this entity that great and you know it's absolutely nothing you can do. You're going to have the Elon Musk mentality. I cannot fight you, so what I'm going to do is try to join you. So that's what the ideal of what's going on in these dumps. We cannot take. How can you fight anything that's interdimensional? Uh, anything that can move from universe to universe or just throughout our solar system, period. How are you going to fight something like that with the technology we have that is prehistoric compared to theirs? You're going to try to join them and be a pet opposed to try to fight them and just be dead. Well, apparently the geologist probably took a rock to a gunfight at that point. Yeah. Yeah. It's really not going to be good. Because Schneider had his uh, two of his fingers, he said two of the fingers got shut off. And you can still find videos of him from his talks and everything. Um, you know, again, rest in peace to him. It was another brother, Bill Cooper, William uh, Cooper. Uh, be rest in peace, William Cooper. This guy was Navy intelligence, and he took so many pictures of documentation of documents and put them in a book called "Y'all Get This Book: Behold the Pale Horse." Please get it. All right, uh, Bill making Cooper. a note. Mm-hmm. Bill, behold the pale horse. Behold the pale horse. If you into conspiracies, this Navy intelligence dude has so much in that book of documents that he literally, back in the days y'all saw it on TV, they had the little cameras, snap, snap, you hide it. This dude took pictures of all kind of documents and things, y'all. 
pictures of pictures that he, you know, and he was Navy intelligence. So everything he got, he was like, fuck, the people need to know this. I can't keep it away from them no more. And they killed him. But again, those two, along with Bob Lazar, those three, when it comes to uh, this type of conversation, you have to mention their names and do the research on them because it answers those questions about what's up on the Area 51, what is Area 51, who are we working in co-op with, and why are we working in co-op with them? You know what I mean? Very dope information, y'all. Cool. Have you heard of Rendlesham Forest? Is that in Germany? It's in England. In England? Is this where the... Is this where the group of uh, military men walked up on a spaceship? Yeah. Yeah, in the forest. And yeah. uh, one of the guys actually walked up and touched it, right? That's what they say. Yeah, it's a strange shit started happening to him. It's one, of the, uh, it's one of the most... It's the best documented alien thing. It's like Britain's Roswell. But it was a U.S. military base in the U.K. That's what we're uh, to. We'll get into it another time, maybe. I yeah. don't want That's a very interesting there, story, Josh. It's, uh, it's really good. Yeah. Yep. Hey, that's Area 51 for you. All right. <laughs> Area 51. Thank you, Kyle. Josh, do you want to tee off or shall I? I can go. Mine's more mild, I feel like, so I can do mine if you'd like. I mean, do we want to finish mild. a milder? I don't know, yours involved Nazis, right? That's what I'm saying, like, you want to get heavy and then get mine. Mine lightly touches on Nazis. Do you want to go out with a bang? I mean... Like, what do you want to do? Do you want to go I think yours is going to be better, so I'm going to go. Okay. Is that okay? (laughs) That's what you want to do. We can be honest here. All right, so I brought the the Laurel Canyon Conspiracy, um, which... Has anyone ever heard of it? Laurel and Yanni. Which one? Laurel and Yanni. Yanni. That's the conspiracy. The Laurel Canyon conspiracy. So Laurel Canyon is a neighborhood in Los Angeles, or and around Los Angeles. You may recognize it as the place that Charles Manson, I think, killed. uh, Old girl. Sharon Tate. Sharon Tate. Sharon Tate, yeah, I didn't know her name. So the basis on this conspiracy, sorry, I, I know you're a big Charlie Manson fan, Fred, but do the research on the like we did. Okay, so here's what the Laurel Canyon conspiracy is. Uh, it's about hippie culture, right? So hippie culture is viewed uh, as synonymous with the anti-war movement, right? It was the Vietnam War and the counterculture that was the hippie movement, right? Free love and all that other stuff. Before the anti-war movement existed. And before the first hippie emerged, uh, there was a women's rights movement that was going on, a black empowerment, Black Panther movement. Um, I'm pointing at Bobby, so sorry. That seems right on, everybody, right on. Uh, so, and various, uh, various other movements aimed to bring about major changes in society. At the same time, Vietnam was about to get kicked off, right? Which has been shown now to have basically been started, obviously, by America, but then saying, like, oh, you hit us first, even though... They did their own hitting. Yeah. It's the common story with Americans. So, really so the conspiracy, the conspiracy is, is that this hippie and flower children movement was created to distract the anti-war movement for away from action and more into the like love, the drugs, the rock and roll stuff. Part of this conspiracy is the fact that Jim Morrison, Frank Zappa, members of uh, the band The Birds, uh, members of the band America, David Crosby, mm. um, Jimi Hendrix even, have a direct link, uh, whether it be parents or serving in the military. Wow. And guys like Jim Morrison and Frank Zappa, their fathers served as agents, not just you know foot soldiers, right. but uh, served 
They don't know their title, I don't think, because some sort of intelligence. Secret, right? intelligence. No, I got to stop right there for one second because that's way a little bit more credible to me with like people being serving as agents. But everybody, you know, all these people saying that they have ties to the military. Basically, everybody has ties. No, no, no. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> like, yeah. That's well, crazy. And, and, and it's also and they're and they're also possibly they're the kids of World War II Two vets. vets. Yeah. So like. There's that part of it, right, that definitely adds a little bit to it. Didn't but all of them die mysteriously? Like, of course, Jimi Hendrix, they said, drowning his own wine. Like, he held the bottle there until he died. Yeah. And then still so, holding the bottle so there. So, I'll, I'll get to that, too. So, okay. so, these guys wrote these maybe anti-government songs, these protest songs, but they weren't really actionable. And right outside of Laurel Canyon was a secret military Air Force base where they had reportedly former Nazi scientists and American scientists working together on LSD and other forms of mind control and hypnosis basically. MK Ultra and except MK Ultra, exactly. Yeah. Um, they said that, that military base was just a military film studio. So the likes of Bob Hope, Gregory Peck, Jimmy Stewart did voiceovers for that film studio, but they were sworn to secrecy. They didn't mention it to anybody, their family, nobody. Of what they saw while they were there, what was happening while they were there, what they were voicing over and filming. And I think it's a pretty interesting one. Uh, but there's also the part, you said the mysterious deaths mm -hmm. of uh, Jim Morrison, dead at 27. Jimi Hendrix, dead at 27. Uh, Frank Zappa, don't know. Honestly, David Crosby, I think, died at 27. A lot of them died before 30. The one names you called out. Even further, when you go into, let's say... Kurt Cobain and Courtney Love, who had military ties with her family, mm. and this was going on during Desert Storm. Kurt Cobain dies at 27. Mm. So, do we think mm. that possibly the Laurel Canyon conspiracy, in that the entire hippie free love movement was a creation mm. to distract I was, from and prevent from an uprising in the public? Yeah. Kind of guess when you stated, listen, y'all, back in that time period, I, sometimes I want to say that Germany actually won the war. Very odd, I understand. But Germany, when again with Operation Paperclip, familiar? Yep. Operation Paperclip, it was a race between the Russians, basically Russians and Americans, to get as many of the German scientists as possible across the board. You understand? NASA actually was started with. Von, starts with a, a v, von, von Braut and something, a uh, German guy. Thank Sorry, you. Sorry, I Googled it. No doubt. Thank <laughs> you, my he actually had brought his uh, creation of the rocket. I forgot what they call it over there, but when they brought it over here, I think it was the Saturn or something like that. And he helped develop that even more so we can get out into orbit and everything like that. My whole point of saying that is... During that time period, there was a lot of Germans here. We didn't know anything about it, but it was a lot of Germans here because we brought them here. You know what I'm saying? And I can see them doing those type of studies and experiments here because it's nothing more than a continuation of what Hitler already was doing because he was into a lot of things. So, yes, I can believe that. Now, as far as the hippie movement, that is very interesting if you're trying to use that as a deterrent against some sort of, like, Fist the cuff uprising in America over anti-war. <clears throat> what did the government do to um, mostly African American ghettos? They 
Exactly what it's called. It's called a project, and that's what they did. They put us in projects. And introduced crack. Introduced everything. So I think there's probably just as likely of an opportunity that they're pumping parts of the country with marijuana. LSD. 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 Acid. All that other stuff. LSD blew up in their face, though. They didn't realize that LSD was something that was opening up dimensional portals, so they quickly removed that because the scientist that actually created that was the one that found out the effects as far as on a spiritual level. So they really went to war against LSD after they after they found out what LSD was. Right, after they opened that Pandora's box exactly. and realized what it was doing. It's the chemical version of our the, the drink they make in South America, our our cost monster. Thank you. You're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's the drink out of plants in the bark so that makes you have hallucin you know, hallucinate. It's like uh, mushrooms and everything. Well, like mushrooms. Right. Something like that. They're lucky if they get Peyote? You talking about peyote? Peyote, no. This is an actual drink that they create down there. They certain leaves it and bark off. Sounds like it sounds like what people say happens with absinthe. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say I mean obviously it's not because yeah. it's not practical. So yeah, something like that, yeah. This is very interesting, man, because I can believe that. Hi, my name is Joshua Tracy. And I am Corwin Heller. And we are the hosts of a statistics and sports podcast called Juicing the Numbers. We cover the NFL, college football, MLB, and the NHL with anything that we like to talk about in between. If you like sports and the numbers behind it, come check out our show, Juicing the Numbers, on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you find podcasts. Hit us up on Twitter at juicing pod and i said just the whole nazi presence here in america unknown to americans and the things that they have developed do you think they won the war because they plea deal right i believe they won the war because they made us believe that we won it right you know what i'm saying because at the end hitler yeah hitler i don't think never died i think hitler actually made it to south america and then made it to antarctica you know what i mean i believe that there was a large population as they already found in south america of uh, uh, Nazi Germany. I mean, shit, it was Arnold Schwarzenegger, who father was an SS uh, Nazi member, and here it is, Arnold Schwarzenegger ended up being governor of California. How does that bypass, how we bypass the Constitution? Home of the actual Area 51. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's the governor, dictator. he can do whatever he wants. And he was a Terminator, bringing AI into the mainstream as the knowledge of becoming more accepted because we use AI now. to fit in the Terminator. Oh, and maybe he was fighting off. against his German father. He said, "And Austria, yeah, that's true." I love it, man. We did love the Terminator. All right, I think I think that was pretty good. Josh, do you want to kick off, or do we want to do lizard people running our country? Or is that part of yours? We can just yeah, it's part of mine. So okay, do your thing. A lot of branches. So the Nazis. We started with it at the very end, and we got we said that there was so much to it that we couldn't really finish it in 10 minutes. So I've got probably like six different topics on the Nazis and I just want your opinion on it. Like we've just done for the last hour. Just go. So the rural society and the Aryans, Mm. the Aryan race, right? Mm. So the Aryan race was supposedly part of one of seven root races. Right? right, the Polarians, the Hyperboreans, coming out of Lemuria, right? The Lemurians, mm-hmm. the Atlanteans, the Aryans, and two other root races that I couldn't find names for. Okay, maybe that's as like Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, no. <laughs> so, shut up, Marty. <laughs> first question. First question is: What do you think of the root races? Do you believe that they're real? And 
If so, do you believe they are human, or do you believe they are extraterrestrial, or do we, like, where is that came from? They are real. Uh, there's a lot of evidence to show that Lumeria existed, that uh, I think the new thing with Atlantis, because they always, every year, trying to find it, is Sahara Desert. Look that up. It's very interesting, the images that they have of Atlantis in the Sahara Desert of Africa right now. It's in the Caribbean. You can go there and stay. For That's what they say. Two different areas. <laughs> 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 That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not <laughs> So historical. I don't think that they're humans. I do think that we're interdimensional entities. Uh, when I say that, we all get here. We all are interdimensional entities, okay? What did the fuck you mean by that, Bobby? Well, you come in this world through your mother's womb. Uh, you were not already there. What happened was your physical flesh was intermingled with a soul, a spirit, and then it was mended and came out. You're not from this three-dimensional existence whatsoever by any stretch of the imagination. You're an interdimensional being that came here. So with that being said, I don't believe the seven root races are as we know ourselves today as human beings. No, not by far. When you even look at some of the architectural styles and just the, the shit that comes out that we continue to find from 10, 20, 30,000 years ago, you'll see that the preciseness of everything created, even if we go to India, I mean, just the architectural styles of some of the things that 10,000 years old is awesome. All like the pyramids, right? Exactly. Also, mathematically so defined that we cannot duplicate it with the technology that we currently have today, which says a whole fucking lot. Have you been to movies? Like, believe there's a pyramid. <laughs> it's not mathematically. Shut up, Marty. <laughs> but it is dope as shit, though, right? But yes, man, I don't believe, I do believe that, I do believe in the seven root races. I do believe that they were not human beings, and I do believe in the ancient lands of Lemuria and et cetera. I really do. Okay. So do you believe that, so with them being interdimensional beings, do you believe that the Viral Society is a, was a legitimate offshoot of the Aryans? And so like a human, and the humans and Aryans intermixed. Do you believe that to be a thing? Because they say that, uh, the Vril Society was the big part of the Hitler. It was the Nazi Very part, good. right? They didn't say that they were Aryans. They said they were part, like wanting to emulate the Aryan race right. and be part of this Vril Society. And that like they would do weird shit. Like the women would grow their hair as long as possible to enhance their magical powers. Like, and that was a legitimate belief still, that they all had. That was a that right there though was not just per the Vril Society. There's a lot of different places that believe that the hair attracts. The cosmic rays, the uh, universal particles that float through like uh, neutrinos. You know, every day we get bombarded with neutrinos and et cetera. But a lot of people across the planet believe that the hair gathers this and then brings it in. And for those who are sensitive, they can use these cosmic frequencies to then be antennas so that they too can communicate with those that are just vibrating on a different frequency or out there. That was a Native American belief in a lot of tribes. Well, sorry, Brett. The thing is, is whether you uh, yeah, like whether you believe in any of this or not. Like the fact that that kind of belief with the hair is like so commonplace across all the world, right? Like, is there no smoke without fire? I don't. Mike, if you bang the table one more time, I'm gonna cut off your fingers. Fucking hands. So it has come all the way around. So the next question was on Atlantis. And you believe that Atlantis was a thing at so. one point, right? Yeah. And you believe it was as a part of the root races, not just a lone thing. So that was my next question. Yeah. If you weren't on board with the root races, was Atlantis a thing as, as a standalone? Do you think... So when do you think Atlantis was a thing? 
Because I like, so I don't know what timeline you buy into because mm-hmm. there's like eight million of them. Right, sure. um, for real. So like, what timeline? Like, what? Where? At what point on this planet was Atlantis a thing? And why did the Atlanteans who lived in Atlantis, I assume, why did they leave, or were they exterminated by the Lemurians or the someone else? I want to say that most ancient civilizations speak about a global war. Uh, almost a clone of what took place on Mars. But a lot of them speak about a global war. There's still places in this world where you can find a certain type of glass rock that can only be created through a nuclear blast, extreme heat, and yet it's land everywhere, just like uh, in Kemet, or what you would know as Egypt. Uh, King Tut was buried with his scarab, was made of one of these particular uh, pieces of glass and everything. So I do believe that there was some sort of war that went on because we got arrogant as fuck. I do believe the root races all existed in the same place. The timeline would be before the deluge. What is the deluge before the great flood? So I, I would put it in my, as far as just based upon my own knowledge, I would put it somewhere maybe, you know, I want to go back maybe a million years ago because we're still finding things from that time period or leading to that time period that is still mind boggling just with the architectural style of the buildings are the hieroglyphics or the sculptures on it are just some of the tools and utensils where you're looking at you go to Mon- oh, Bobby get this name right Machu Picchu Machu Picchu I appreciate you all for knowing that man but when you're looking at those gigantic fucking blocks and just everything that they've done and you're looking at this beautiful laser cut shit on an area that has been in existence as far as these structures for hundreds of thousands of years, then all the bullshit seems to flush in the toilet and now I see better. So I do believe that it was a, some sort of war that separated them. Why did the war come? In my personal opinion, based upon the information that I've read and gathered, is because of why man falls every time, ego and pride. We left our spirituality behind and we became more of a left-minded uh, entities, a humanity. You know, we started to get more into order opposed to uh, the right brain, you know what I mean? And because of that, somehow, some way, whatever happened, we got to some sort of war, but it really got big. And I could see that with men. We're very bravado, we're very egotistical and prideful, and we always want to control resources, and that's the reason why we war now. So I could see that taking place back then, but I do believe the timeline had to be somewhere along a million years ago. Okay. Uh, most definitely, uh, my personal opinion. So. Two other things before I go further into the Nazi stuff. Mm-hmm. I've been to Egypt. I've mm-hmm. seen Tutankhamun's tomb. I went in there. That is so dope. Uh, there are several tombs in the to well, in the Valley of the Kings. Mm-hmm. There are several of them. I've been to there in the in the pyramids, and there are several uh, tombs that are better kept condition than Tutankhamun's. But his is the only one surrounded by armed guards. And you have to pay more to go in to see it. Are you joking? It's a fact. I've been there. I like, didn't was, know that. You have to pay more to go see his tomb, and you're like, you have to like go in and out and all this sort of shit. Do you think that? Do you think that could be in relation to things that could be seen in there? Like, because I've been in there, and it wasn't mm. anything special to me. But like, do you think that that could be a reason why, like, some kind of connection to this stuff? I'm going way over off 
tangent here. That's interesting. Which something that made me think about it when you brought up King Tut. The fact that they can get more money off the name of King Tut because people are very ignorant to those that were much higher than him. Right. You know what I mean? Like Ramesses and all that sort of the shit. Exactly. Marketable it's the most one. marketable one. It's yeah. the one everybody knows. You got King Kufi who actually did the repairs on the pyramid who left his name on plaque there saying this is what I did for what was before me by thousands of years. You know what I'm saying? So you got way other names of people who kept, you know, Egypt in togetherness as far as up in lower Egypt where you had invaders like the Hittites, those from Lebanon, those from Europe, everybody trying to invade. And, you know, you got kings and queens, you know what I'm saying, that held off people. So, you know, again, I think it's for the marketability for them funds. But What's at that? the same time, there are things in them hieroglyphics that we don't understand. The thing about Kemet is that they wrote everything down on something that would not perish in that stone. Because we don't know how to interpret, read the writing on the wall, we're lost. But if you go back and you read some of the stuff on those comedic walls, you'll find Bible stories. You understand what I'm saying? And that is very interesting for the majority of the Bible stories are written on the walls, on the palaces. and That preceded uh, Jesus by a lot, right? And there was 16 Christ. But this is a whole different conversation we can have later. I would love right. to go into that. Oh, that's, you know yeah. I mean? yes. that's definitely so, a different conversation. Yeah. Which, yes. We have established the... The theoretical evolution of the Nazis, right? The Aryans, the root race, all that sort of shit. Mm-hmm. So, next question Antarctica. Ooh. So, at the end of the war, after the Nazis got big shit out of. Uh, I feel like they did it to themselves. Regardless of. Yes, they did, really. <laughs> yeah. uh, they got big shit out of by weather. <laughs> Regardless of what you think of, like, in terms of the Nazis themselves, there was a huge amount of documented activity. Not from the Germans, but from the Germans, the British, the Americans, the Russians. Like, there's a huge amount of documented activity that there was a large amount of movement in Antarctica, more than anywhere else, by the Nazis in the weeks before they surrendered. What were they doing there? And do you think they're still there now? Fuck yeah. that is a claim. Your boy Armstrong took a picture. He went to Antarctica. I don't know if y'all remember when they dignitaries went to Antarctica for some reason. The vice president... Uh, the, was it when they signed the Antarctica Treaty? No, this was after that. Okay. Because uh, right now Antarctica has a bunch of international ships, destroyers, warships and shit up there. Just in case y'all didn't know, like we can't go up there at all. There's no place yeah. where they are that you can go as a citizen of this globe and just roam around because there's a lot of shit up there that I want you to see. It was, uh, what's How did they man? film the movie Happy Feet then? They went to the North Pole. Oh, fuck. Something not they bring you here? Just the one lining? Ice is ice at the end of the day, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's this guy. <laughs> so I don't even know what I was saying. So yeah. Armstrong. Armstrong. My man, he uh, he went out there with them. They took him out there for some reason, y'all. Because I think it was, uh, who was uh, Obama's uh, vice president? Was uh, Joe Biden. 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 Yeah. Okay, Biden. And the one before that, the vice president before that, with uh, Bush, Kerry. No, Cheney. that's who we ran Cheney. against. Cheney was Cheney. 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 not Cheney. No, Cheney. not the evil one. Not Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney has not more death than enough. It was Al Gore. It was Al Gore. Dick Cheney. Who was Bush? Who was Bush? George H. Bush. Quail. Yeah. Who was, it was Quail. Quail? Not the first one. His son. Yeah, Cheney. Cheney was Cheney, 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 Cheney all the way through. Okay, well, when did Kerry come in? Because they took Kerry down there for some reason, but I apologize. I thought he was in Kerry ran at against uh, ran against Bush. And he was just still a senator at the time. My whole point is that Armstrong took a picture of what looked to be a pyramid down in Antarctica, and he put a caption under it. 
we're all in danger. Evil lives here. And then it was deleted about 20 minutes later. Uh, Germany, Germans been down there. Hitler never died. He resided down there probably till his death. Uh, the movement, they were creating bases and they probably found something down there because in Antarctica, we know that was a flash flood scenario. How do we know that? Because everything that they pull out of there that used to be alive is still standing, still in motion, still in activity. The uh, elephant, the uh, mammoth, they found him with mouth in his food in his mouth, still chewing his food. So you think it's like a, is it Pompeii? It was yeah. kind of like Pompeii. Did but with ice. But much quicker. Not, not volcano. Mm -hmm. yeah. It was an instant flash. Real shit because the evidence again is in everything that they're finding. You do not find a mammal with food still in his mouth chewing and that in his throat and going down into his stomach frozen and ice standing up. You know, it says a lot. That's it's evidence is what it is. But I do believe that Hitler... The Germans, they found something down there. Now, whether or not they were able to utilize it in, in, in urgency, no. That's evident. Or they would have came back out of there and whooped us. But when your man flew down there, what was this? The guy, a uh, bird, uh, uh, Admiral Bird flew down there. He took destroyers, warships. They went down to Antarctica and then they got destroyed and had to come back home. And they couldn't say what it was that attacked them. You understand what I'm saying? It was Admiral Byrd to say he ended up going into hollow earth because it was pulling by a tractor beam. And he was the one saying, I saw Aryans. He said that he saw Germans. You know what I'm saying? So I do truly believe that the Germans found something down there. They've been down there for a long time. And it's more interesting at this moment in time because we have so many nations with ships down there. Like real shit, can't nobody else. We don't sign a treaty because we don't need nobody else seeing what the fuck is down here right now. It's and crazy people like him will go down there and try to find it. Do we think, <laughs> that, do we think that they started they started pushing against Russia to test the cold before they made the move? They weren't actually fighting the Russians. They were just seeing how they how, well, their, that how their weaponry <laughs> how their weaponry or their technology would work in extreme cold conditions. Oh, that is a very dope question. Even though it might sound odd, it is very much so what some of these motherfuckers would do. But no, because Germany was already catching what four or five feet of snow in the wintertime. They have their own particular countryside to like practice how to die in snow. Because yeah, Germans yeah. have winter. Yeah, and they're not a Russian one. <laughs> right. Or an Antarctic one. That is very Russia Russian. doesn't have an Antarctic one. Yeah, and that area that they were at. That's a good question, Mark. I'm not sure how cold it gets in Antarctica. Send you down there. Very. Let's send you on a. <laughs> Give me a number. Let's, let's create a Patreon to send Marty <laughs> down to Antarctica. I'll go, I'll go if we get people to get paid for so, it. So, fucking GoFundMe for Marty to go to Antarctica. <laughs> be my pleasure. So the humidity is killing me. I'll do whatever it takes. So the coldest natural air temperature in Antarctica ever recorded was negative 128 degrees. Oh, it's not always. It's one time. It's always a bombing negative 90. I had to move the beer cooler my old job. It was fucking campaign's bad. T the temperatures reach a minimum between negative 112 Fahrenheit. Am I talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so it's like a negative one. Negative hundred twelve is typically the lowest. Yeah. Does it get up to zero? It's cold. Give it a few years, it will. It reaches, right, it reaches right, a maximum right. of forty-one degrees Fahrenheit, and fifteen degrees, fifty-nine degrees Fahrenheit near the coast. So the farther away you are from the very so center coastal Antarctica is where I'm stopping. Yeah. To be clear, <laughs> you want beachfront because the there's evil. You want beachfront Antarctica. <laughs> <laughs> oh God.
That's too cold for me, man. Yeah, I'm off the melt. So Antarctica was a thing. So we don't know whether it's a dimension kind of thing or whether it's something is in there or whatever. Right? That's that's to be. We gotta wait for the ice because real shit. There's start. It's more triangular structures coming up out of the ice. It's more structures starting to show itself out of the ice as the ice is starting to melt. And I don't think the ice is going to stay very much longer. It's not going to replenish itself. We're moving into a whole different brother state for this globe or for this planet. And things are about to be revealed. They're already being revealed and we're not being allowed to even go down there right now. You understand? You cannot go down there and see shit. So it was amazing when they brought all those other people down there. But yes, Marty, something is really going on down there. And I do believe it's where interdimensional entities are at least terrestrial entities that come from under the ground. Period. That is okay. Josh, not Marty. Just to be oh, I just called you Josh? No, you called me. <laughs> it would have been better. My bad, I'm running my mouth, um, ladies and gentlemen. So, when Hitler popped himself, mm, so they say. Russians were the ones that got his remains. They're the ones, the Russians were the ones that ID'd him, the Russians were the ones that certified that Hitler was dead, and they took school fragments and they took pieces of him to prove that he was dead. In 2009, uh, several scientists got given the rights to test the DNA from Hitler on the skull fragments to see if it was him. Word. In 2009, it was proven those skull fragments were not Adolf Hitler's. Of course not. So, wow. if, and that's just, that's like, wow. that was that happened and people were just like, okay, wow. so it was 100 years ago. Yeah. But, yeah. It's if too that's long the case, I've already got the answer, <laughs> right? I was, yeah. was going to say, like, where did he go? But you're, because South, South America, as you just said, was a huge hub for the Nazis, right? Nazi <laughs> hunters made a shit ton of money by going to South America and hunting them down. Argentina, Paraguay, like, Nazi hunters made a lot of money going down there and fucking up ex-generals, right? Yes. That's just how it worked. But you... So your belief is that he went to Antarctica as opposed to South America if he lived? Most definitely. I think okay. a submarine trip. If he went to uh, South America, it was only for a brief moment to re-up with resources and then head out. You know, most definitely. Radio the people that's already there. Because remember, even with the real society, Hitler was sending platoons of men, pardon me, platoons of individuals out into the world looking for... Uh, esoteric things like people don't know just how deep Hitler was into the esoteric arts the black magic and etc yeah, the black sun yeah the black sun by itself that he uses the reverse of the Buddhist symbol you know what I mean and with his cont evil connotations on it you know what I mean as all symbols uh, omit a frequency or vibration based upon the intent the person puts on it okay this is pretty much where I'm going to finish up this last question on the Nazis. Uh -oh. So, there was lots of UFO activity in World War II. Every pilot that flew up there pretty much said that they saw something dodgy. PTSD. In Europe? Across Europe, yeah. Gotcha. When they were doing all their aerial fights. Um, they PTSD hallucinations under extreme stress is generally what's been said. A lot of these pilots say absolutely fucking not. It's all on radio, it's all on transmission, all that sort of shit, right? Mm -hmm. So there's been rumors since World War II, including the pilots that were flying, was that the assertion that there were extraterrestrial aliens helping the Nazis. Ooh. Their technology was definitely better. Mm -hmm. We know this factually, which is why Paperclip was such a roaring success, because they knew they were so much ahead of yeah. a lot of the other places, right? Yeah, they fought so, them. The claim is that those same aliens that were helping the Nazis then infiltrated the U.S. government. 
after the atom bomb was created. Mm. What do you think about shadow governments, lizard people, extraterrestrials? Do you think that there is a shadow government? If you do believe there is one, do you think ETs are involved? Do you think reptilians are involved? Mm. Do you think it's just rich humans? Mm. Do you, What is your thought process on all of that, starting mm. from aliens mm. helping Nazis? And why America, mm. not England or... The other one. Oh, because mm. we got there first. You got there first. Mm. And that was where, that was then, with the help of Paperclip, with all the people that came over, you developed the atom bomb, and that was then, you were then chosen as the next group for the alien extraterrestrial beings to push. Gotcha. The Rothschilds did a very beautiful thing. All right, so the Rothschilds were this Jewish family back in early Germany, and he sent his sons out, you know, Nathan and the rest of them to the world. Long story short, to establish Federal Reserve banks on each continent, because the Federal Reserve is a joke. And basically what they do is print out imaginary money to the countries, lend it to them, and this is how to get the countries in debt, and this is how to grow power. Um, with that being said, the aliens. So what they did, in my personal opinion, is, and if this is that, but what we're going to do is we're going to infiltrate both sides because humans ain't shit to us, period. And let's just be honest. You know what I'm saying? We we, we stopped here first. <laughs> we met the inhabitants here. We're going to give you all a little information. Oh, this planet got more of you bitches here. So what we're going to do, and all of you ignorant, none of you use critical thinking, none of you use logic. So you all just like to be led by dummies. Okay, well, then we're here. But we're not dumb. So what I feel is that they infiltrated different societies of men, those that were industrially competent. You understand what I'm saying? So that way they can create what needed to be created to aid in, I don't know if it's terraforming or whatever the case may be, but yes, I do believe that in context that I do believe, and it's going to sound weird, I can't even believe I'm saying this, I do believe that aliens literally infiltrated humankind way before our memory will allow us to remember. You know what I mean? We can only find this information in our DNA. That's real shit. Um, there's too much evidence. I believe that when it comes to the queen, you know, uh, Josh, <laughs> you know what I mean? There's <laughs> a lot of conspiracy about the queen and just that whole royal family because there's so many question marks that pop up. You know what I mean? But then They do look like reptiles. She's lived long enough. Yeah, she's lived long enough. I have no idea. But I believe Scaly. literally. She's got a UV light on her throne. That's what it seemed like, B. She looks very like, how does she live this long? It's like they keep giving her something that makes her just sustain her life. It's almost like she was living in total luxury with the best care that anyone could imagine. Why? Because she should be dead like 20 years ago. <laughs> like, no shit, am I right? No wrong? So, yeah, I believe that aliens. I do, Josh, look. I believe in. I believe that. Don't drop your phone. CERN. Yeah, right. I'll, I'll probably get karate Chuck Norris right here in the face, right? But like with CERN, we did not have the technology to create CERN. Let's okay, so let's... I'm going to hold you on that. Okay. So the, the shadow government call, we think it's a thing. Extraterrestrial? Lead? The shadow government? No. I think that okay. with the shadow government, it's like the Jesuits when it comes to uh, the Catholics. This is the uh, very much so the shadow government that actually runs uh, Catholicism and the policy. Okay. You understand? It, okay. it is the Jesuits. Nobody can go against that. So it's kind of like the same thing. This shadow government that we have, I think they study uh, sociology. 
You know, they use that a lot because they have learned how to persuade us to think and feel whatever they want us to. So I believe in the shadow government, black budget projects, the CIA, who probably was the shadow government at one point because their black budget was so tremendous and the things that came out of the CIA was so weird and wacky that you still can't believe it today. You know, they're now letting out paperwork or declassified documents of their encounters with UFOs and their research on UFOs, which I find to be like, I didn't even know that this is some shit that y'all was doing. You understand? I'm thinking it's just the Air Force and the military. So yeah, I really, really, without a question of doubt in my mind that the aliens, uh, they've been here. We we don't belong here. We were brought here. Uh, I do believe that the shadow government is working currently in co-op. You know what I mean? Why do I think that? Because they don't have the ability as of now per technology to do what they did back in the 1940s and 50s. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you have more of the American population armed with weaponry. So if the government tried to go to war with their own people, you know what I'm saying? It would be a literal massive civil war of deaths on each side because we're the best armed population in the world. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, I believe in all of that shit, man. And it's unfortunate um, because it's almost like at the end of the day, what can you do to stop them? What can you do if you can't stop them? How do you slow them down? So last question. This is it. This is the this is the Nazi finale. And the only reason I have it is because you remind me about it. (laughs) So, you were just about to talk about the bell earlier. Mm -hmm. One, tell everybody about the bell. Okay. Two, do you think the bell and CERN are linked? After you talk about the bell, you can move on. Okay, the bell. So, if y'all don't know, this is how advanced these motherfuckers in Germany was. The bell literally was a machinery uh, a ship shaped like a bell. Now imagine they have this hexagon thing. It was sitting in the woods, probably about you have podiums on the angles of the hexagon to come into the ground. Then you have these giant power cables that ran into it. Alright, so this bell was like a one-man, two-man machinery shaped just like this, a bell, three-dimensional all the way around. What it did was it used... I want to say it was a, a Mercury clockwise, counterclockwise. And what it did was it created some sort of a temporary disturbance in the environment so that the machinery can keep its integrity as it does what UFOs do at the speeds that it do it at. You understand? So basically what I'm saying is that it was able to do all of this quick blah, 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 without... People inside of it, five, uh, what's the, what they call it, G-force, without dying and passing out because the integrity of the ship and the environment inside of it was totally outside of the laws of physics around it due to the propulsion system that they were using. So these motherfuckers was trying to perfect that, and they almost did. I saw like a, I don't know if it's real or not, y'all, but it was a small video clip because when America and Britain got over there, they tried to destroy a lot of shit, but it was papers and everything everywhere. They were able to confiscate a lot of shit. But they have pictures of UFOs and et cetera, but with this bell, it was a, a video, a sharp video clip of the bell, and it was actually on. And you could just see this bitch wiring up. And some believe that it disappeared and came back in a different time. But that's a whole different story. So that is the bell. And you have to look it up. Even listeners, if you're listening, by all means, look up those three names I mentioned earlier. Look up the bell because you'll be fascinated by the shit that really goes on and it will make you question the rest of your reality. So it's like a German TARDIS? It was a German time machine is what they were trying to make. 
That's just a, that is exactly what the intention was behind this bet, was to make it a time machine so that they could essentially control it if it goes wrong. And they were so close. The propulsion system, think about this right now, we got free energy, we got zero point gravity energy. Tesla already proved you can put a tether into the ion sphere and get pure energy for the rest of your life that will power the globe. He also proved that you can pull electricity out of the fucking air. They're still proving it now. I just watched the lady take a piece of metal, wrap coils around it into a circle like so, and it generated its own energy to where she was able to light up a whole panel of lights based upon the zero point energy. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And why is this not public? Then I remember that we live in America and that people would have murdered it because it would have cut into the industries that are making billions. Like the oil, fossil fuel is a fucking joke too. Uh, but anyway, that's a different conversation. And I'm done. There it is. There awesome. it is. Uh, Bobby, thank you. Uh, for coming back on. I enjoy y'all so much. The in second these conspiracy episode. No doubt. We'll figure Mark. out a third when it works. When it works I mean, if we were, yeah, I've already seen Kyle tease us with Christ. <laughs> right. I mean, that's... I'm going to love that conversation. <laughs> that's going to be a conversation oh, right there. Oh, man, I'm going to love that's, that conversation. That's, that's as big as, if not bigger than the Nazis, is right there. The whole religion bullshit. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, any closing statements, Kyle, Josh? Bobby, have you ever watched the show Fringe? I love it and I wish it never okay. could. I, I would love it. The old man was so crazy. Uh, B. Walter? Yeah, yeah. yeah B. I miss him, yo. Um, Britt, thank you for coming by. Thanks for having me. Do you have anything? Do you have any questions? Oh, I have questions about a lot of things, but. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> you might just have to come back for the next yeah, I might just have to come back for the next yeah, Make note. <laughs> you know, bro. There we go. Bobby, we appreciate it. Uh, man, thank I you so much. Uh, I always enjoy myself with y'all. Thank y'all for listening to Sports Trebuchet Podcast. Uh, again, follow us at Sports Trebuchet on Twitter, on Instagram, and email us. Uh, if you have any questions in particular uh, for Bobby, feel free to. To get at us, and we'll we'll pass on the word. And we'll Be have kind. The next episode. And rewind. All right. Later, y'all. Be kind. 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 Be kind.